Hey guys, welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast episode. I've not been here in a hot, hot gal minute. And the reason is why is because, do you know what? I've been busy. I've been très busy. I've been working. I work. I still have school. I, I soon will graduate. So I've been me. I've been doing things. How about you? Uh, you've probably been very busy, gal, too. Also, welcome to 2023. It's January 20th, meaning 20 days have passed before I even thought about coming on to record something. But that's not really true because I've been collecting podcast topics left and right and left and right and right and left and left and right. And this is actually something it's it's about flattery. I don't know what I'm going to like. It's probably like why I don't like nice people or why I don't like people that are too nice. Um, Yeah. And it's actually biblical. Oh, I found that out in when I was in deep contemplation over people in my life that I was like I never really liked this person I wonder why and then I realized they it's just something that they had in common you know um so yeah we're gonna talk about that <laughs> um but first I'm gonna say welcome again welcome to 2023 I know 2023 is a fresh start for a lot of people me personally I had a great 2022 a lot of things happened and there were things that were not so favorable but the grace of the Lord carried me through. Hallelujah. He will hold me fast. And he died. So he, like, he really did. Um, so I'm very grateful for that. I want to celebrate the Lord in all of his goodness. I am over 71% funded. Um, as soon as I posted my status for me spending four months overseas. Um, literally four months. They said three months. False advertisements. Four months. Um people were just like i want to donate i'm donating and god is really good so um i'm still fundraising and yeah yeah so i want to say thank you if you've given because i know there's a listener some listeners that one have given and two have been like i want to give and i i just thank you from the bottom of my heart for thinking about me so we is gonna jump in this topic okay basically let me tell you this this is actually something that somebody like got upset at me about i'm not gonna say who i'm not gonna say who but somebody i remember making like a comment like this like there's this person that i didn't know her me personally i didn't know her well for myself but it was at a christian gathering and there was other churches involved in this gathering time and um there's this one girl that I was like, I, she's too nice. Like she's too nice. And I don't like that. It's just too, like, it's like, I don't know you. Why are you, why are you overly familiar with me? We don't know each other. I'm not, I love you. Love you. Bye. Oh my God. I love you so much. I don't know you. I don't know you. You are over here. You are loving on me. What happened to just liking? Love. I love your art. I don't know your man. So I was basically expressing, basically expressing that, like, I don't know. There's something, and it's like something about this girl is just, I, I don't care for it. But it's just like, all I could pinpoint it on was like, she's too familiar. She's too nice with strangers. And it's like, to me, we're, we're perfect strangers. Like, I don't care if we're in the same body of Christ. You have to develop the relationship for you to be saying and like doing friend stuff like that you know what i mean like uh, so and then, and then somebody got upset at me they're like you don't know what it's like to receive love verbatim verbatim that's what came out of their mouth and i was like no it's not me i know how to receive love babes it's just that this person is too something and i just you know I, i've never pursued a friendship with this girl i think she's fine now um because she was actually a normal person after i met up with her like at this annual thing that her church and my church goes to. So I was like, oh, she's normal now. We're not like friends, but like we're definitely more familiar with each other. Still not friends like that really at all. Um, but yeah, she's normal now. So another person came into my life and not a friend again because it's a Christian gathering. Christians be beaten Christians. Same thing. It's just you're too nice. It, it, you're too... <laughs> Crazy, do you? Do you mean me? Do you need me to bake you a cake? Do you need me to dip with the? How are you, crazy girl? We just met. Come on. How, how are you, but how are you? Really? We just met. 
You can't be doing stuff like that. You 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 can't be doing things like that. How how are you really? Yeah, honestly, when couldn't handle it. I mean, sh- sweet girl, but it's like, uh-uh. oh, no, no, yeah, another person. I don't really care. This person, I've I've heard them critique something on my podcast. I've heard, you know, and if you are listening to this, then. I want you to listen with both of your ears. I don't care if you realize that this is you because you open you you open your big mouth and you had the audacity to say something negative about my podcast. And you thought you thought your lips, the things that you let exit your lips would not travel back to my precious anointed ears. You are wrong. You are sadly mistaken. So you, I'm saving you. So just be if you are going to be embarrassed, you be embarrassed silently. Because of me, I will protect your integrity. But I'm going to call you out. I'm going to call you out. Because you're a perfect example of this title. There's this girl, again, Christian Gathering. And unless you didn't know, I go to a lot of Christian Gatherings, you guys. So, Christian Gathering, I met this girl. She's, again, like, if you meet anyone, everyone's going to, you know, be on their best behavior for the most part. Unless you're a psycho, demonic psychopath. But, um, hey, some people can deceive. Okay, we're going to touch on that. Hey, so this girl, you know, you just meet people. You like them the first time. You're like, oh, yeah, they're cool. And, you know, they leave a good impression. You're like, oh, based off of impressions, I think you're cool. But then people start getting comfortable. And then you really start to, like, you really start to get to know people. And you're like, you're insane. Get away from me. I'm not saying this girl's insane, but that's just a general thing. So initially i'm thinking this girl's cool and then you know like i didn't see now mind you i looking back i identify i i'm able to identify that it falls under this the title of this episode but in the midst of it i i i wouldn't be able to spot it out you know when you can finally have a name for something and when you can finally identify what something is and now you can look back on your life and pinpoint moments how did i say that word moments in your life that it's like oh that was that oh that what that's what was happening to me yeah this is what was happening to me so again meet this girl first few times liking her great impression great then she comes up to me i'm literally just breathing like me i'm just breathing i'm probably farting i don't know but i'm just standing in in a church gathering okay and this girl comes up to me and she's like, you, you are, you're just, sorry, you're just regal. <laughs> she's like, there's something about you. You are just regal. You are, when I look at you, initially when I, when I look at you, I'm thinking like, oh, you're like, maybe you're too good for me. First of all, what the age is wrong with you? What makes people think that you want to hear that? When I first saw you, I thought you were, what, who, who? I'm just minding my business. Like, what made you feel that this was okay to say to me? Honestly, like, it, literally, you're just breathing, mind, living your best life. Somebody's like, you know what? I hated you when I first saw you. Yeah, yeah. What's wrong with people? She didn't say that, but she, it was like, you can tell, like, she, she thought that I was some type of way. I don't know. Like I said, people's first impressions or analysis of me are oftentimes wrong, and they're so extreme. And I'm like, I, I just, I'm just, I'm just flaring my nostrils and just farting y'all please leave me alone um so she was like i thought you were this way but now that i see you i'm understanding now that i get to know you a little bit more it's like you're regal the way you hold yourself you carry yourself is this and you know me me personally <laughs> i was eating it up i was like oh me i'm regal girl what you saying rig out like royalty like princess dionar like princess dionar like dionar <laughs> Thank you. Oh my god, that's so nice. No one has ever told me that before. And she's, you know, she's feeding me. I'm eating it up. The F up. And she's feeding it to me. She's like, Regal. Yeah, you're like this. Yeah, I look up to you. Yeah. First of all, you can't look up to someone you just met. I, like I said before, the standards are low. All I'm doing in this moment, in the hour that God gave me to spend at that church was just breathing and farting. That's really, I wasn't changing no one's life. Really. I was just really just existing. So I don't know what you're looking up to. Cause all the time I'm just breathing and just living my life. So it's weird. You know, those people that worship you with, with compliments, shower you with compliments. 
and you don't know them but if you I don't know if this is like maybe if you're a social person maybe if you're you tend to be a confident person that you know you're just you're just living your life you're not like and people just tend to know you socially or just like gravitate towards you or whatever I don't know if this is like an everybody deals with this thing but if you are that type of person kind of like me you get a lot of people that just meet you and, and then they're just like kind of like some people just like shower you with compliments it's like can we not oh my god like it's like oh thank you yeah yeah like you know they just over glorify you for just like existing <laughs> it's like okay and I'm not trying to toot my own horn I promise I'm not because it has to do with biblically this has been discovered so I'm thinking and so something came out about this person and this podcast episode is not about this one person it's about a series of people that I've met in my life that the Bible has identified in not a good light <laughs> not a good light at all Mm-mm. so I'm thinking about this person something happens something comes out about about, about something comes out huh, about huh, this person huh. and it's not in a good light and and I'm just like hmm and before that stuff came out I've gotten to know this person a little bit more and I've just seen things that were like borderline mentally unstable <laughs> like not mentally emotionally for sure for heavy heavy on emotionally unstable and you know it's just like you, you just peeping little things I'm not and not I'm not saying that everybody has to be like you know a one like oh you oh to be my friend you have to be a one but I'm just like oh my gosh like it it's this person just carries himself in a way where it's like you would never expect that to be something that they're battling so heavy with when how they present themselves is very performatively nice they shower people with compliments all the time like they just want to they just want people to feel welcome and warmed and, and and invited but meanwhile maybe we should be giving you the energy that you're giving other people because you need help or like you need friendship or you need you need someone to build you up you know what I mean like people like that and I've often noticed in my life that the people that are too nice too living up your booty hole your yancher happen to be some of the most problematic people that I've ever met and there's something and I but the thing is when I meet them I don't know what it is you know I can't I'm not identifying off the bat oh girl I, I'm not picking that stuff up but there's something in me innately that's like if people are like way overly familiar with me I just don't like I just distance myself it's not that it's not that I don't like them as a human being I just I'm just not interested there's something in me that's like no no thanks but thank you like you know like um no I'm not gonna go into that example it's another example but so I was thinking about it with a friend and I was like I was like whoa like I was like that's actually very deceiving about you know what came out about this individual I was like that's very deceiving because like I said before these people they put on they seem like this they they carry that oh she's nice and she's nice because she said this nice thing she did this nice thing she's she goes out of her way but then we find out really what you are <laughs> and it's like that how does that even correlate so I was just think I was like that's that's a little deceiving and then it made me think about a bible verse one singular bible verse and then this Bible verse sent me to look up other Bible verses on this topic and then everything came together to which launched me to this point where it's like and that's why I felt like this about these kinds of people because they were doing this thing and that thing they're doing is called flattery. Flattery is not of God. The Bible speaks down on the act of flattery why let's go to that first verse that I remembered while I was you know thinking about this individual and how wishy-washy they seemed or like two not two-faced but whatever the word is um there's actually two there was one time I found it it's this verse but I remember one time when I was younger and I was just reading through the bible and something about flattery came up and it struck me and I was like what I was so confused because I never, because I, I never, first of all, considered, I never even thought about flattery. I'm like, oh, you flatter people. Oh, you're flattering me. But the Bible warns, warns us about flattering others and allowing ourselves to be flattered. And I was like, why is that a problem? But that always struck me as something to like be cautious about. 
ever since I first read that verse for the first time, at least maybe at least with Revelation, I was like, oh, oh. And then so this is the verse or one of two. One of the verses. It is Psalms 12, three Psalm 12, three, not Psalms. Excuse me. May the Lord cut off all flattering lips and every boastful tongue. Now, I know what boastful is. I know that that's not good to boast in yourself, boast in oneself. And that I know that's not good. Flattering lips. What, what's that about? And then it brought me to <laughs> this verse. It is in Jude one sixteen ESV. They um, it speaks about. Let me actually read a little bit in context. Um, so verse fifteen above that, the verse right above that. See the Lord. This is fourteen actually. See the Lord is coming with thousands upon thousands of his holy ones to judge everyone and to convict all of them of all the ungodly acts they have committed in their ungodliness. And of all the defiant words, ungodly sinners have spoken against him. 16. These people are grumblers and fault finders. They follow their own evil desires. They boast about themselves and flatter others for their own advantage. Now, I can understand flattering people for your own advantage. But what is wrong with flattery? You know, as seen in the psalm. The 12th Psalm, verse 3. May the Lord cut off, off, cut off all flattering lips. The tongue that makes great boasts, which is literally a correlation of what's happening here in Jude 1, 14 to 16. Boastful, grumblers, fault finders, evil desires, boast about themselves and flatter others for their own advantage. And I realized that the reason why it was so dece- deceiving what this person And what I found other people that have been just overly nice is because it was deceptive. Let me break it down with another story. I was on a mission trip and um, there were these two girls that were around my age and I should have been friends with them on the field because they were around my age. Right. And I'm very easy for the most part to get along with. I'm very social. If you know how to make anyone laugh, you're a friend of the world. So I'm like, okay, yeah, you're my age. We can, we're probably going to be friends. I never <laughs> developed a friendship with them. Be, I actually developed a friendship with, friendship with one of the girls after the trip. <laughs> and it came to a point where I had to ask myself, like, am I, dem- am I possessed? Like, is, is my mind together? Because these two girls were like super like giddy and happy and bubbly and giddy and giggling and joyful and mirth and jolly wally wally just laughing at everything things jokes that weren't even that funny which I find a lot of people laugh at so it shouldn't have bothered me in the it to the degree that it did because it physically angered me it annoyed not even angered it irritated me when they would they would come in like laughing and like over the top or whatever that was bothering me and I And the thing is, is like, I tend to be in tune with what I'm feeling and I know I can identify what I'm feeling. The adventure is finding out why I'm feeling that. And I remember times where it was, I just couldn't bond with them because I was like, I don't like y'all for some reason. Like y'all annoy me. You know, with me, if you don't know me, I ain't hanging out with people that annoy. If you irritate me and I don't, I don't know you. God forbid I actually get to know you. Hey, it will not be good for you or me or baby. It won't be good. So I, I remember asking myself, like, not even just myself. I even brought God into it. I was like, God, am I okay? Like, this should, no one's joy should be irritating me, God. Like, I'm a joyful person. Why is their joy bothering me? Like, that's a, I, I, I wanted to, like, be like, Krizo, that is not okay. Like, what's wrong with you? Why are you having a bad attitude about somebody else enjoying themselves? When someone else is having a good time, that naturally actually makes me, that makes me laugh. When I see people la- busting out laughing, I, I start laughing because I, I don't know what the joke is, but I'm laughing because that y'all laughing makes me laugh, but I was irritated. Come to find out, and I'm not going to tell you all the whole story. Come to find out the reason why I was irritated was because there was something in it that wasn't authentic about them. And it was an act. It's a performance. It's a front. 
I'm not going to get too deep in the story because it can go in an avenue that it does not need to get to, but it was an authenticity that was being displayed. It was deceiving. It was deception. You're putting on a front. You're purposely trying to be like this, you're, you know, all of this stuff. I don't like when people pretend and act. I, 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 this isn't a stage. Like, re- relax the freak out. Like, please, please. And something in that, I don't know if you want to make it ultra spiritual, spiritually, there was something in it that was like grating against my spirit. And I was like, I don't care for it. I don't care for that thing. Whatever that is, it's not authentic. It's lying. Like you're lying. You're actually lying. You're deceiving. That when I figured that out years later, it made sense. I was like, it's not because things can be counterfeit. If you don't know what counterfeit is, it's like, if I steal the original Mona Lisa and I paint one that looks exactly the same and I put it wherever the Mona Lisa hangs in the Louvre, I don't know if it's in the Louvre, but I replace it. It's a counterfeit. And I have the original one and you guys are looking at the fake one, even though it looks exactly like the real one, but the real one is the real one. And you guys have a counterfeit. That joy was a counterfeit. That was a counterfeit joy. That wasn't authentic. You know what I mean? When people like, pretend to be whatever and it's like you're you're fake you're not real so this person that's like paying me all these compliments just like this other girl at that christian gathering crazy you're so this i never ask again i'm not asking for that stuff i'm very normal to me i don't know i feel like i'm a very normal person i don't ask for worship i don't ask for praise i don't ask for any of this stuff but when i get that from people I either you just really want to be my friend for some reason I don't know it's like there's not a line so like you just really want to be my friend for some reason you're just trying very hard to be something and act and be received as something that turns me off and it's deceiving because you are going at it through flattery which is something the bible literally just depicts as demonic and not good God actually regards that as sinful sinful behavior so then i was on google and i looked up verses on flattery and i'm going to read you one by one and this is a practice i want you to do i want you to think about your life and the people that fall into under this category as we take in these verses and then we're going to dissect them even more so we already went into two proverbs 27 6 says oh my bad (laughs) we're going to touch on that actually later (laughs) Proverbs 26, 28 says a lying tongue hates its victim and a flattering mouth works ruin. Psalm 36, 2, for he flatters himself in his own eyes that his iniquity cannot be found out and hated. It's a front. Psalm 12, 2 to 4, everyone utters lies to his neighbors with flattering lips and a double heart they speak. May the Lord cut off all flattering lips. Hmm. This is just literally the tongue that makes great boasts. This is a reoccurring theme. Those who say with our tongue, we will prevail and our, our lips are with us. Who is master over us? Luke six twenty six. Woe to you when all people speak well of you. For so their fathers did to the false prophets and the same people end up killing those. For so, oh, excuse me, Woe to you when all people speak well of you, for so their fathers did to the false prophets. Psalm 78 verse 36. And I'm there's a way more, but I'm close with these two. But they flattered him with their mouths. They lied to him with their tongues. And first Thessalonians two to five. Hmm. For we never came with words of flattery, as you know, nor with the pretext for greed. God is witness. So. <laughs> flattery is deception like actually deception because when what came when this one person that one girl that last girl that i was not the one girl on the mission trip but the two girls on the mission trip but that really girl the, the one example girl that you know we were talking about because some came out about her it was just it was if y'all knew just know that it, it's 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 deceiving like the front that she puts on and what she really is it's deceiving and the Bible literally says, and this happened, the Bible literally speaks on everything, man. And it says this, for he flatters himself in his own eyes that his iniquity cannot be found out and hated. There are people that I've met in my life 
something about them runs something about them rubs me the wrong way and but they but oh but they're so good and they're so nice and they do all these things and they say all these nice words and they're always there to help and they go out an extra this an extra mile and they're always but then there's they're living a double life and they're not being authentic they do that because there's something like going on and they don't want it to be found out so they they like what are they they like cover like i don't even know what the word is they like compensate or something so people have a narrative on them when they really don't know the real them and then when you find out the real them it's so far removed from the person that they project themselves to be to the public that is just like why didn't you authentically give this to us in the first place because as your brothers and sisters in christ we would help you. Not that we're not going to help you when we find out that you're a freaking liar. But oh my gosh, you're, you're now you're in great sin or even greater sin because they're hiding an iniquity, actually. They're hiding a sinful life. They're hiding them in their full nature of sin. That's not who they really are. You have to allow the transforming work of Christ to actually transform you. It's not transformative if you have to play a part you have a role you have a script i should say that's not that's not being transformed babe that's not metamorpho that's not a metamorphosis that's not what that is when god transforms you you allow him to transform you things change convictions feel greater you feel a drive to obey the word of god like never before to hunger after him to walk like him to be in his likeness because you've been transformed to be in his likeness So things that come up against that that are not of the likeness of God pushes against that something in you that's Christ-like, your new nature, to where you realize, oh, I've been transformed. This is no longer what I delight in. Sin is not a delight. It's actually disgusting to me. It has a foul stench. And I can't participate in these things because they create death. And I don't, I've walked away from death. And I've brought, I've been brought into new life, but people live, I don't even know if it's the middle, but they carry on like as if they were transformed, kind of like wolves in sheep clothing, if you will. Oh yes. God has been, sometimes these people pretend to be the most spiritual people. Maybe they actually are. I don't know. You can't, it's hard to find the truth when you've been deceiving people in all all facets of your life it's hard to actually sift out what was true you know what i mean and i was not i'm, I'm not saying this like this person hurt my feelings and i'm like oh i can't believe her we were never friends like that like we were never like i would never call first of all i barely would call anybody up but i would never call her up and tell her my demons they're getting grants no but it's it's I, it's disappointing number one what this girl engages in or engaged in and y'all if y'all know if y'all knew it's disappointing it, it's disappointing it's sad it, it's 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 so oh my gosh but it's just like all this time i should have known it's like i should have known the bible was teaching me it was written before my days about that spirit that people operate under that spirit of flattery trying to win people over why are you trying so hard to win my affection who genuinely who am i in this world that's so like monumental that you feel the need to bend your freaking back and win me over what do you gain having me as a friend like genuinely because i don't even want to be your friend so like what initially before you even open your mouth so i'm just like (laughs) what are you trying to gain you're not going to gain me regardless but genuinely what do you what what is this i've never understood i don't know their motive but I know through the word of God that it's deception and it's deceiving and it runs in these people that are trying too hard to be loved and like, woe! it's woe to you. The Bible literally said, we read woe to you. If every man speaks good of you, be cautious about people that everyone sings praises of all the time and all that stuff. You just, Oh, there's, but they exalt them in a way that's like up there. It's like, um, okay. You know, all the time. You don't hear one critique. I'm, I know that people, yeah, Crystal's great, but she also, I know that's out there. 
But I know that I'm not trying to be loved and, and, and like accepted by everyone. Actually, if you know my podcast, I go out of my way to offend people or just say off the wall stuff because I don't, I don't, I'm not catered. I'm not catering myself for everyone. I'm not everyone's cup of tea. And that's actually my preference. I know for a fact people won't like me because I don't like a lot of people. So why would I be a hypocrite and expect everybody to like me? That's not fair. And it's not true. I'm never going to present myself to be in a way that everyone can like me. You as a Christian should know that one of the first things is everyone, there will come a point, even the Bible speaks about, you will be hated because you love me, because of your love for me. That's what Jesus told his disciples, really all of us, the body of Christ. You're, you're going to be hated. So why are you trying to win the love of people in the body? It's our mandate anyways. We're going to love you. We are going to love you. We should love you. Now that's another topic for another day about people who don't act in the love of in the love of God towards other people in the body. Yeah, that's another topic for another day. We're we're the ones that are gonna love you. You don't. That's all you need. The love of God. You don't need to depend on anybody else. You don't need to feel liked or loved by anybody. Woe to you! It's actually cursed. The Bible says, "Cursed, you're cursed to like put your trust in man and not in God." That's the actual scripture. Cursed is the word. If you put your trust in man and not God, meaning I'm not going to, if I don't feel valuable, I'm not looking to people. Do you really look pretty in this dress? You look hideous. How about that? Like, what are you, what are you trying to do? You want me to flatter you, which is another end of another spectrum of this conversation. People who desire to be flattered. That is so vain. That's so vain. Why do you want to hear compliments like that? You that you need that to build you up. For what? To build you up? That's not going to build up anything that's actually essential. That's going to build up pride. That's going to build up ego. That's going to build up this weird selfish, self-centered view of yourself. Well, well, I don't feel pretty and I don't and and, 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 and accept the fact that you probably look like a heinous monster and carry on with your day bro it's not the end of the world there's people that look like that permanently but they're some of the most funniest happiest go lucky people because they accepted that my worth is not tied into my looks that are going to dissolve and fade away over time anyways and people build themselves up on things that are not valuable bro and that's why the Bible describes a modest, a beautiful woman, not by her face or her jewelry or how she does her hair, but by her character. That's a true, beautiful woman, biblically. But people go out of this way and they're hungry. Oftentimes I see the people that are like vying to get your acceptance and attention want that attention themselves. And it just seems like issue written on top of their foreheads when they speak and open their mouths to me because I'm, I'm not accepting it in my life. Oftentimes when you accept people like that in your life, those are the people that try to trauma dump everything on you. I'm, a, I'm going through this. I'm going through this. And then when you try to encourage them, they don't, they're not here to actually, actually, they're actually not here to receive what you're saying. They're not trying to get themselves out. They want to stay in it because that is how they gain friendship how they get attention, how they feel validated because they're trying to get something from people. This is which is why they flatter people to get an in. Well, oh, she just always says the nicest things. She's always so nice. So I felt bad. So I felt like, oh, I should probably invite her to this. No, actually, what I've learned, honestly, like I've developed takeaways from discovering that all these people fell under the category of being flatterers, being deceptive, deceiving people with their tongues. I'm never going to invite someone anymore. I'm, I'm over that. I'm into hurting people's feelings. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm not inviting anyone to my birthday party that I don't want there. And I don't say it like I'm like I'm some hot chick. No, I've, the amount of people that I've had, I can't stand when people try to guilt trip people. You can't guilt trip an African. How dare you try to guilt trip people 
oh, why wasn't I invited? I feel like I should be invited. Like, it was her friend, too. I'm feeling, why, why aren't I? And you're going to stay uninvited. Because you feel this sense of entitlement. Who do you think you are? A sense of entitlement to invite yourself into people's lives and areas that you were not given permission or access to. Who do you think you are? Even God doesn't do that. He has to be invited into people's hearts. How prideful can you be to force yourself into situations that did not concern you and were probably never going to concern you? There's people that actually have the audacity to force themselves into parties, events, situations, friendships, social circles. And it's like, and then people will invite you because they feel bad for you, but you lose favor in their eyes anyways. It's like nobody actually genuinely wants to invite you to actually anything, but you like sneak and like squeeze your way into situations that people don't want you at. Not because they hate you. They just don't consider you like that in that type of level. You don't force yourself into people's lives. And you don't force yourself, you, you, you just don't do that. Like, you have to be okay with just not being invited places. It's okay. Don't turn into this whole big, well, but that just means that there's people for you and there's not people, not everybody's coming in your corner. You can't take everybody with you. Insecure bag of bones. Like, shut up. Just because people don't want to invite you to your birthday party, this doesn't have to turn into, like, an inspirational speech of like, you can't take everybody with you and, and everybody's not for you and da, 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 and God is showing God is showing you that he's removing these people from your life. No, they just don't really care for you like that. Honestly, that that's just what it is. It's like they actually do like you. They just want to be with their close friends. <laughs> it's not that deep. It's never that serious. It's actually really never that serious. It was never that serious. It was never. I don't like when people do stuff. To me, that is a quick way to like, of me you put me on a road of I'm not I don't like you (laughs) I'm eventually just gonna end up not liking you because you do this annoying nagging thing of why wasn't I there why wasn't I invited I want to hang out I want to be a part of this you're never going to be a part of it actually I like I like doing that to people if I'm sharing a happy story about what you know how I enjoyed company of somebody else wait it wasn't I I'm going to have another get together with that same people and you're still not going to be invited and you're going to listen to how I enjoyed my company yet again, because how dare you? (laughs) How dare you? If you, if you feel lonely, take it to God. I don't know why that infuriates people, Christians, when other Christians tell them to talk to their father, their heavenly father, their Lord and savior, their maker, the creator of the universe to take your problems to him. That, that's insulting to them that's prideful i don't know why people feel like that's not a solution mm, okay interesting weird okay but if you're feeling lonely take it to god i can't do anything i'm not your source i'm not going to build you up i can't make you not even it, it, i heard a song once it's a switch of a song it's like even in crowds i'm alone so clearly it's not the crowds that's going to solve the problem your loneliness is deeper than the amount of people around you Take it to God because that's something happening in there that God knows your inside out. He understands your emotions. He understands spiritually what's going on. He can reveal things to you and build you and put you back together. Have you spent time in the presence of the Lord being put back together? Genuinely. There is something recently that occurred in my life and I was so sad. I, I was so sad and upset by it just very sad and I literally it's like three in the morning that it ended oh my gosh and I I sat on my bed I went to my notes app and I wrote down (laughs) I wrote down I could probably find it but I'm not going to look through it I wrote down God I have questions and I need you to answer right now so as I'm typing down like why did a b and c what what is going on here what are you going to do about this as I'm typing out the questions the Holy Spirit is speaking to me Oh, he warms my heart. Ministering to me. Prophesying. Oh, I'm actually going to, this is what I'm going to do. Building me, putting me together as I'm giving him the things that of my sorrow, trading my sorrows for the joy of the Lord. Bearing out my everything. God, I feel like this. I'm not blaming God, by mind you. Never. We're not into that here. But I'm, I'm, I'm like, God, this, this made me feel like this. What are you going to do about the situation? I feel like this. 
what did I, what was the first thing I do when I, f- I, it was the heaviest sadness I've ever felt like uh, that I can remember. Cause I don't keep track. I don't keep tabs of stuff like that. I don't. And, um, one of, I guess. And immediately I, I just went to God because I'm like, only you can put me together. And I went to work the next day. I, again, I slept at three, had to be at work at eight, literally could not keep it together. Went home early and I just slept all day. When I went to sleep, I read a few Psalms and it, it, it just, it was, it was like when David was like, God, hear my cry. Like my enemies are A, B, and C. God, I know. And then at the end of where I finished it, he started praising God. He was like, God, you did it. Like, he's like, you're never going to fail me. And, and God, I know you hear me. And you, and then he started praising God. Like, who is like, our, and you know, just, just that put me like, God, spoke to me sorry that was loud spoke to me ministered to me I was ministered to you know when that when else that happened when Jesus was fasting in the desert for 40 days and 40 nights and the and Satan came to tempt him and Jesus quoted scripture and Satan ran away and the Bible says he he went away to tempt him again at a more opportune time and when that happened after that happened the bible says and the angels came to jesus to minister unto him minister meaning help him i could only imagine what they were doing maybe they were talking to him building him up oh you know my favorite scripture this is what i love about god maybe they're talking about that with jesus oh we serve a good god god is amazing jesus we've heard about what you're gonna do we believe and that probably we even worshiping jesus i don't know what they were doing but they ministered unto him even Jesus. That's what I felt like God himself was doing to me, his child, his responsibility in that moment where I ran to him immediately. And I was like, here, take it. Like, I need to, I need, I need to understand some things and I need you to just comfort me and I need you to help me. I don't want a hug. I want everything, the full service. Came home, felt like I needed to sleep. I woke up fine. Like, (laughs) It, I was sad, so sad. God ministered to me. I read the word. I was in his presence, went to sleep. I just went, I just came back home because I just didn't get much sleep and I was not going to be an effective worker physically at work. And I was perfectly fine. It was like, usually when you're sad and you go to sleep, like that carries on for days and it gradually maybe goes away. But that it was God immediately like, like handled it. You know what I mean? And the way that he, the things that he told me that encouraged me in, in, I mean, have you been encouraged? Not like, oh, that made me feel a little better. Encouraged me, like gave me, I had no strength y'all. And it gave me strength. I was weak and then I became strong. I was sad and I became joyful immediately because God ministered to me, actually ministered to me. He helped me so if you're feeling lonely you're feeling like you have to gain people's affection you feeling like you have to put on a front to be seen a certain way you need to get before God because he that's a problem you're being deceiving if you're flattering trying to earn your way through people's good graces to flatter them what's wrong with you you're going to be loved and accepted regardless if you just came as you were but what you're messing with is actually quite demonic it's sinful because you are deceiving people. I don't like that feeling of when you find out that someone is not how or who you think they were. Uh, it's actually one of the, it's a very not fun feeling, actually. Whether it's a family member, whether it's a friend, whether it's a this, whether it's a that. When you hear something about someone, mind you, in biblical knowledge and wisdom, if you hear hearsay about someone, don't immediately jump on it. <laughs> the Bible actually teaches you to like, okay, like wait for that person's response. Like, oh, I heard this about you, but I'm not going to immediately believe it. What do you have to say about it? And then, you know, like you have two, two sides. Like you're foolish if you just take one and you run with it. You know what I mean? Not that it's up for you to run with anything that you hear about anybody. But, you know, give people the be- give people the benefit of the doubt because there are liars out here. There are liars, not exaggerators. There are liars out here and all kinds of stuff. So, but I don't know what I'm saying. 
I forgot actually what I was saying. But anyways, run to the father. You're feeling like you have to deceive people and da 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 da. You have to earn and, and well, I'm gonna make myself be loved and liked in such a way. And this person feels, it, you know, I've I've seen this with a with a roommate friend of mine, and she was actually had the balls enough to like admit it. Again, me, I'm being me. Sometimes I just be breathing and people just start laughing. I'm like, I don't know what I did, y'all. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Or and then other times I'm intentionally funny because I like I I like joy. I like being in joy. I like making people laugh and I love laughing. I laugh at my own jokes. It's a party over here. So naturally, like I said before, you make anyone laugh, you earned a friend for years. Like you're a friend of the world. So in this space, I was yeah, I was in ministry school. I'll say it because she she again was ballsy enough to like admit this about it, which I really like about that specific roommate that she was actually like big and bad enough to be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm insecure. I'm jealous of you. I'm just like, oh, Iggy. So, (laughs) Iggy. So, I have these bits. I have these jokes that I do. I have my own personality. And oftentimes, this happens to me where it's like, because I don't, I don't, sometimes I don't recognize how funny something is because I don't say it loud enough. Like, I just keep it into myself where I just say it very quietly. I'm like, (laughs) and I just, I make my own self laugh because I'm not trying, again, my goal is not to be a friend of the world. I don't want to be a friend of the world. I just be speaking. So, so, but I like, I'm, I like joy. I'm going to have a good time. So I would just like kind of say these things and whoever happens to be around, hears it, they laugh, whatever. But it's just really, I just said it because I'm here to make myself laugh. I would say things and then she would hear it and then she'd repeat it louder and people would be like eating it up girl you funny and it happened so many times that I was like you need it out loud I was like in the car I was like you're literally just stealing all of my jokes and saying it louder like that's not cool (laughs) I don't like people copy people I don't like that that's if that's something I had to lay on the altar you tell me no for real tell me because if it's a problem I don't want it period so she was like oh okay and and I just I was like she would do these things and mimic me and say these things and like try to act like me and then one time like she just tried to joke exactly like me but it wasn't hitting because it wasn't (laughs) you can't mimic someone's flow like you either are that naturally or you just don't got it and that's okay you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to sound like Beyonce, no matter how hard I try, because she's she Beyonce is Beyonce. That's her voice. I'm going to sound like Crizo, and I'm not going to try to be like Beyonce because I'm going to be a massive failure. And I'd rather not be. I don't want to be that. Uh-uh. I don't want to be her. She don't want to be me, period. But so I, I called and sh- and then there was one time she. OK, so she tried to do something. I was like, girl, <laughs> and nobody laughed. Like it was like painful, actually. And then I was like, okay. And she was like, I don't even know how this happened, but some conversation ended up happening where it was like, it was me. It was like this girl that is very beloved. She's very sweet in the ministry school we attended. Very nice. She's an attractive, a conventionally attractive girl. You know, when people are pretty, everyone wants to be their friend. But when you're also nice everybody actually really does want to be your friend and actually want to you know they do the flattering thing and people want to earn themselves into your good graces they want to be called your friend that feels good you know to be called someone's friend of someone that looks and is that amazing she she actually is amazing i'm not trying to flatter her have no interest in trying to flatter her she just actually is amazing um so she she my roommate um was expressing to me and our other roommate how she was like well I just don't no 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 no. this is what it was (laughs) I remember it that girl that everybody's like loves mm, 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 eating her up she came over to my apartment with my other roommate who was her best friend who is her best friend and is also my friend because she's also my roommate but she's actually really cool and I, I vibe with both of them so it's oftentimes it's like initially like there are already friends but when I join it's like we naturally click so like we just we have this dynamic right and I was like venting or whatever which venting is not okay (laughs) I'm learning 
and she, I was like, I don't know why she does that. Like, I was like, she literally like tries to act like me and like she does this stuff that annoys me. And then my friend that's very well beloved, we'll call her beloved, beloved looked at me and she was like, she literally, she actually spoke to me about that and she was upset. And the reason why she does that is because she sees you act like that and you being the way that you are and everyone loves that and like everyone laughs and people like you. So she does that to be liked just as well. And did I feel bad? Absolutely not. Cause I'm a freaking gangsta. I was like, don't, <laughs> if you're meant to be liked, you're meant to be, I'm getting out. But I was like, like, okay. I was like, you need to act like yourself though. Cause it's just not, it's giving not cubed. It's giving unimpressed. It's giving trying too hard. And beloved was like, yeah, you're right. Like she does need to be herself. And you know, obviously like when you are yourself, you'll realize that people will like you. Not everybody's supposed to like you. Maybe, I don't know. Not everybody is going to like you, but you'll realize that people will like the real you. A lot more people will like the real you when you're the real you. You know what I mean? It, as long as it's behaved and disciplined. Amen. Praise the Lord. But I heard that. I was like, yeah. And then my roommate actually confessed, like, that's why she acts like that. Because she wants that love and affection that I receive. So she she mimics that to get the same thing. And that that's very interesting. Because I quite literally remember when I first met her, she was being a booty hill to me. I wanted a soda and we were in a church and there was for some reason a soda machine in the church. I was not complaining, but I was like, mm, does the soda machine work? Like a soda machine, like the restaurant soda machine. And the people that attended that church were like, I don't know. So <laughs> I'm hungry. And you get a cup and I, I push the soda that you want. I wanted a Sprite. Nothing came out. <laughs> nada, mama. Nada. So I say, oh, I really want a soda. I really want a Sprite. This roommate, copycat roommate, uh, looks at me and goes, there's a water fountain outside. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I look at her because I don't know who the F she thinks I is. What, you think you're going to give me attitude? And it's that same thing. It was like, there was like, you know, when you're in a new crowd of people, especially females or girls, you can already establish like who's kind of a leader or like who has that leader personality, who's going to be the main girl. It's kind of in your head. Like, I don't vie for that spot because I think it's a waste. It's a foolish waste of time. But you can establish like, oh, she's that girl. She's this type of girl. Oh, she's the it girl. She's this. So girls do this thing where they like, get themselves in a rank and they, they try to establish who they're going to be because yeah you will literally function like that with with girls forever upon introduction if you if, if you establish what position you play it's an unspoken rule and if you're female you're a female you understand it so she's trying to size me up as if i'm going to be bullied bullied and bossed around like a little b- i'm a little girl i don't know who you think i is and she's not a little girl she's my elder but I was like, I don't know who the F you think I am. But it's that thing where you can tell like someone like, I don't know, maybe, maybe they feel threatened by you or something. Again, I'd be breathing and farting. I'll be doing nothing, bro. Nothing, man. I you do nothing. And then she's like acting like, oh, knock if you buck. Knock if you buck with me. First of all, I'll never pick a fight, but I'll end it. Thank you. So I'll have you on your knees. You will be shown. So I was like, okay, I want a Sprite though. <laughs> I don't want a water. I didn't even say that. I was like, I want a Sprite though. So she says, there's a water fountain outside. <laughs> Today, you are sure go pick a grave. Pick, pick a hole in the ground. Go pick a, Pick, pick a plot in the ground because I will bury you today. Surely today is a day. So I go, okay, I want a Sprite though. So she goes, there's literally a water fountain outside. And I was like, there's I literally want a Sprite. I'm like, what the freak is wrong with you? In my head, I'm like, are you dumb? Like, are you crazy? Are you crazy? I'm like, why are you acting all nucky if you buck? I said, oh, I want a Sprite. 
there's a water fountain outside okay but i want to spray there's literally water fountains oh yeah but I, i'm petty don't play with me i will i will yeah but i didn't really want to spray. i will keep doing that for hours and so <laughs> i don't know what she thought this was gonna be but she thought people were gonna like gang up with like band with her and be like stop complaining like there's literally what but everybody it turned out to be like people were like can you chill like to the girl they were like chill out like she doesn't she's she's just saying she wants to spray and you're getting all like what, chill out so she's like I, oh my gosh like I, uh, I will cuss you out in spirit and truth please don't ever play with me like that for free ever again because before you realize what it will really cost you get it together oh my gosh I've never cussed anyone out, just to be clear. <clears throat> so <laughs> that's the same girl that ended up being like, hey, I want to be just like you because everybody likes you. I'm like, you need to be authentic. You have to be authentically yourself. Don't flatter people because you gain an enemy because it's actually quite demonic, the things that you're m- mixing into. And I know people be like, ooh, that's a little harsh calling it demonic. The Bible literally, I ain't going to read these verses again. You look it up yourself. The Bible has no good light on the action of flattery it associates it with demonic behavior sinful behavior what the h else do you want me to say to you so when i realized this and i went through the bible and i realized these people what these people have in common is that they're liars i'm kidding no. hey they flatter the reason why i don't like them being too overly nice is not because they were too overly nice it's because they were trying to flatter me and my spirit man was like, no, we don't want, don't try to gain favor with me like that. That's don't try hard. Gain favor with God, bro. Honor God and God will give you favor with man. That's actually the true way to do it. Work on your own relationship with God. Bless, be a blessing to him. Live a life that's a pleasing fragrance to God and God will bless you supernaturally and naturally. Yeah godliness it pertains to this life and the next life it's not just for heaven you guys it's for this life and the next but my motivation really i mean have you seen people i don't want to please people (laughs) i live in florida there's not a single person here that i really care to please everybody lives on crack pipes and subway sandwich like public sandwiches for like no there's not many people here that are that impressive to me but there, there are actually a lot of people here in Florida because you're in Florida, okay? A lot of people have money here. Um, but I don't try to live my life where I try to, like, flatter people. I, You don't do that. The only person I care to impress is God. You don't live your life like that. That is such a clear... You can tell it in the spirit and out the spirit, people that try too hard. It's so unimpressive. It's so unattractive. It's just a total turnoff. You, you're just trying too hard for what you know and i think those people happen to d- struggle with anxiety they think too hard about i want to be presented like this i want to be liked i want to be you would have been liked actually as you were because you're probably actually really amazing or you're probably really awful but at least tell us that you know be truthful <laughs> you know i was trying to better you up <laughs> getting no no but i actually was trying to make someone feel better if they actually are an amazing person and sometimes what I value about people that are actually quite ratchet, but they're real about their ratchetness is that they're real about their ratchetness. And through their ratchetness, there's just something, it's just, it's like a quirk. It's like, you're so cute. I love that about you. Like you're actually the worst, but like, at least I know you're the worst. Thank you. I'm going to stay seven feet away from you at all times. Like, but you're so cute. Um, but at least, you know, they're honest. Hey, there's <laughs> honestly, honesty goes far. So, yeah, I don't, people that are way too overly like, you're awesome. I don't mess with that. Like, you can miss me with that, for real. I will not be your friend. And you will never, ever try to guilt trip me into trying to be your friend. You will gain an enemy in a heartbeat. Don't mess, don't play with me. Don't play with me. Please. I'm not a game. Don't. Um, I don't, I just don't mess with people like that. People that, and this is how I know, like in the, in the future, like people that just don't know how to be like, hi, I'm this and that's it. Or just don't know how to just give someone a compliment. Like you, you, I really love those jeans, man. Like, where did you get them? Like those look, that is your color. That's fine. But if it's like, 
unusual words, you are real. You are actually tantalizing. When you, the sachet of your hips, your nyash goes east to west. Shaking the world. That's too much. You're doing too much. You need to watch out about those people because they're trying to get something from you. Gas station lovers is giving. Have you been to a gas station late at night or even in broad daylight in the south? Hey, baby. Hey, uh, and they're, they're, you see them, the mumu, the foolish speakers. They're trying their hardest to get something from you. And oftentimes, it's your purr, if you know what I mean. Your meow. That's what this is. <laughs> meow. That's, that's what they want. At least, that's an open display of flattery. There are people in your life that do the same thing, but it's more subtle. You have to ask God for discernment. And now that you know, now that we've talked about and identified this, be watchful. Just be careful. Be careful who you call friend. I'm not asking you to be a skeptic or like, you know, super like uptight, but just be careful. There's people that I don't know why, like I'm, I try to be friendly to literally everybody to some degree, you know, and not everybody has I give that luxury of calling my own friend away. But even then, like, you know, listen, friends are going to hurt you because that's actually biblical. A friend causes many wounds, but an enemy gives many kisses. That's what the Bible says. So those people that are busy kissing you in the mouth, kissing you up the booty cheek, those are not your friends. The friends that you love, that sometimes, oftentimes those friends you love, oftentimes will be the friends that hurt you. Those are your friends. The friends that are not trying to gain your good graces. They love you and they enjoy you and they delight in you and they sharpen you. Sometimes they hurt you. But that's what the Bible says. The friends gives many wounds, but an enemy gives you many kisses. That's the difference. You see how that works? The world will tell you opposite. The world will tell you if it's your friend and she hurts you and she does something to you. They're not going to tell you to talk it out. What was your motive? What was your intention? Did you try? Are you trying to hurt me? It feels like you are. Can we talk about this? I don't want an argument. I want to understand. The world will not promote that type of conversation. The world's going to promote, leave her alone. Da, 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 don't give her the opportunity to ever hurt you again. Actually, you need to give her 70 times, six more times to hurt you again. <laughs> because you're, I don't know, I'm not good at math. You need to give her one number less than 70 times seven because she hurt you once now. Now give them the opportunity to do it over and over again because they're a friend and you're supposed to love them. Love suffers long. Love is long suffering. Okay? And I'm going to close it. Uh, maybe I should go in the area of friendship on another episode. But that's really how you look out for it because these people want to be your friends. It's not like just people that people, there's people that flatter you. you don't, they'll just come and leave in your life. You're never going to think about it twice. But there's people that actively try to get into your circle, into your life, into your home, into your home, into your home, into your home that are lying witches, flatterers, deceitful witching flatterers. Okay. Okay. That you need to be careful about. And oftentimes they're going to be people that are quick to give you a kiss at all times. I'll leave you with this. Judas gave Jesus a kiss. Before he offed himself, he unalived himself. Okay. Mm. Mm. So be cautious and be wise. <laughs> Ask God who to be friends with. Genuinely. Genuinely. Okay. It's okay to, you don't have to hate them. I don't hate these people that are overly flattery. I don't. I just don't hang out with them. I don't hang out with them. They will never get the luxury if they continue like that, like that, they will never get the luxury of being called a friend of mine. Not because it's me. It's because God gave you this life to steward. And we're going to keep, we're going to barricade this and keep it consecrated. Okay. So I pray that blessed you in Revelation. Don't be a flatterer. Stop trying to earn yourself some people's good graces. Don't allow people to earn your good graces, please. Like no one is that important. <laughs> like please please don't anyone who tries to do that you know what they are you immediately know what spirit they're operating under and it's not a good one it's very odd to me and that's that that 
I feel is that. Did I miss anything in my notes? Somebody texted me. Um, I said I received no testimony from man, but the testimony I received from God is greater. That That is a verse. I received no testimony from man, but the testimony I received from God is greater. Yeah, don't put, don't. This didn't go so deep. I pray God guides you all with wisdom in Jesus name, including myself, God. Guide me with wisdom. Give me more wisdom. Thank you, God, that your your word says that if I ask for more, you won't you won't rebuke me. But you give it to me even greater. I ask for more wisdom, greater knowledge to be able to discern what is good and what is evil, God. Even evil that are in brothers and sisters of Christ, brothers and sisters in Christ, things that they might partake of that I don't need to mix myself with. Father God, give me the wisdom to know when to separate myself from these people and help me handle it with grace, with love, sincerity to the word and to the standard that your word displays for me in my life. And if you agree with that, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, I hope you have a great life. Hope you have a great let me send you to sleep. I'm kidding. I'm not gonna think it blame. Should I? Let me do it for you.